Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome, everybody. It's nice and quiet and everything. This is great. So um, I want to thank you guys for coming and mostly thanks to Lynn and Jeannie for being willing to facilitate this discussion. And they both know a lot about small kitchen appliances. And um, so really, it's not, nothing, nothing's off the table, per se, in that kitchen. So um, uh, why don't you take it away, ladies? And if you have a question, um, just say your first name so that somebody can acknowledge you. We won't do the raising of hands. If you have noise, just mute yourself. If not, I will mute you. Um, so, but I'd prefer it if you guys just did that. So take it away. All right, you want me to start? Go for it. Okay. All right, so the question, what is the difference between a crock pot and an instant pot? Well, first of all, both of them are specific names of a general product. A crock pot is a slow cooker. It only cooks slow and slower. And I say that because you can cook on high or low, or you can put it on keep warm. But generally, if you're cooking a dip or something where just the cheese has to melt, you're probably going to cook that at least two hours. Almost anything else that you cook, uh, maybe four or five hours on high, you can cook a roast with vegetables for as long as eight to ten hours on low. So it really is a slow cooker. Uh, some people like to put their food in it in the morning, turn it on, and come home in the afternoon from work, and the house glorious oh my gosh and they have a fully cooked meal in the slow cooker ready to go but crock pot is a specific name now for the instant pot it's a specific name too of appliance called a multi-cooker and most multi-cookers not all there are some that don't have pressure cooking but most multi-cookers have the pressure cooker feature which cooks fast so I can make a pot full of soup. My husband wants sausage lentil soup tomorrow, so I can make that in less than 30 minutes. So see, that's, that's a lot faster. And while the multi-cookers um, have lots of different functions, including many of them will also make yogurt, they have a rice cooker, and then they have a bunch of program buttons that most of us never use because we just use high pressure and, and put in the number of minutes we need. Um, Instant Pot, again, is just a brand name, but it's probably the most common because, you know, things, oh boy, food in an instant, that, that sounds good. So I think that was a good marketing ploy for them to name it that, and it kind of helped it take off. But basically, they're multi-cookers that include a pressure cooking or fast cooking mode. And some dishes that people have cooked in the slow cooker can also be cooked in the pressure cooker. I have a recipe for taco soup that I got from Stephanie O'Day, who years ago did a 365 days of slow cooking, and I adapted it for the Instant Pot. So on my little braille recipe that I have now for the Instant Pot, I call it slow cooked taco soup fast. But I hope that clears up what the difference between the two are. Now, most of the multi-cookers 
do have a slow cooker setting, but for, I haven't tried it yet on mine, but from what I've heard, it doesn't do as well as the slow cookers or crock pots because they cook from around the side, so nothing doesn't nothing sticks to the bottom. But the instant pot or the multi cooker cooks from the bottom instead of from the side. And evidently according to some that excuse me, some that has a different effect on the food. So I hope that helps. Doug. Okay. Hi Doug. I have had a, a question for you. I'm interested in getting a one or two minute spiel on the air fryer. They work, roughly how much they cost, and if anybody that has a visual impairment has had good or bad experience with it. Thank you. We both have. Yeah, do you want to take this one, Lynn, or do you want me to? I tell you what, I'll start, and since you probably know more about it, just step <laughs> in and cut me off. The air fryer is like a convection oven, but the difference is... Most of them, yeah, there's two types. There's ones that have a basket that you pull out. And then there's the other type, which is the air fryer oven. And that one sometimes has a rotisserie feature and different features like that. People with visual impairments can use them. I have been successful. I have two. One I want to get rid of. Um, I have the Cook's Essentials Air Fryer on QVC. Now, that one, I don't even know if they have any more of them. They're on clearance. And they have, like, uh, their knobs are, like, in a circle, like an old-fashioned phone. And they have different settings. And... I just got to the point where I would I knew where my up and down temperature was, where the start button was, where the minutes were up and down, and I would just program it myself. And I I've never used an air fryer oven, but they are interesting to me. Um I would have to say that the larger the air fryer is, then from what I've experienced, the cook time is a lot different and it can be longer. I have one by Paula Dean, which is an 8.5 quart, and I don't like it. It's, for one thing, it's a, it's a knob, so you have to kind of put dots on it. And for another thing, to me it takes a longer time to cook things, and I just don't. I don't like it. I'm going to get rid of it. What? See, what else was your question? Let's see. You wanted to know if people with visual impairments have used them and been successful? Yes. Um, the cost. That depends. I mean, there are brands like Philips, and Philips makes air fryers, and they are more expensive. Why, I do not know. And honestly, a lot of people don't like them. and they. A lot of those have touch screens. Then there are brands like Kasori. Now, those can be kind of pricey, but they're good air fryers. I don't know what kind of knobs they have. Um, they're only digital, I've called an ass. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm forget that. Kasori, so, but they only have digital. And then there are 
uh, like I said, the Cook's Essentials that have the knobs, but like I said, those are on clearance. And then there's the air fryer ovens. Now, the air fryer ovens, a lot of them are digital, like the Power Air for XL, that's digital, and a lot of them are. But Jeannie has, I believe it's a Cuisinart that isn't. Yes. Now, does it have a rotisserie? It does not. Some of the other brands do, but it does not have a rotisserie. Um, I don't think it makes a difference, but... Yeah. So, um, go ahead. I'm sorry, but that one isn't, and I've actually looked into getting that um, because, like I said, my Paula Dean, I just, it's so big and bulky, and it's got to go. Did I, did we, did I answer your question, or could or did I? Yeah, is there a thank you. A question that maybe, I don't know if either of you can answer this or not, but it's okay. with the air fryer. So after you guys talked about the air fryer, you guys know that I went online and I ordered <laughs> Sorry, I ordered. This is called impulse buying, so be careful, you guys. You know, you can go to Amazon, right? Oh, <laughs> Amazon and I are good oh, buddies. Yeah. So I ordered the air fryer lid for my Instant Pot that I never use. Oh, right. Okay. And it's sitting on there now, and it looks great. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful <laughs> addition to my kitchen. Um, and really, the, the buttons on it look just like the Instant Pot. Like the the way oh, that they're set up and everything, they're that bubbly, you know, the bubble kind of buttons. Yeah, it's, little bubbly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So here's my question. I just want to make sure that I'm correct in this. The air fryer lid does not latch down. It just sits on top. Is that correct? Ooh. As, as far as I know, yes, it does just sit down. And if you're using the air fryer lid, is it the melty one that you ordered, the melty crisp lid? It was... It was like 80 bucks or something. Yeah. Was, anyway, if you got the one I think you got, um, you unplug the Instant Pot and you plug in. Yes, it, it is exactly that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a heavy so, lid. It's a heavy lid and you plug it in. You plug the lid in. Yeah. And then when you take it off, you have a little mat to set it yes. on to uh -huh. burn your yeah. camera. Yep. It came with it. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's what I, I have. a question too. that has to do with this subject. Okay. Thank okay. you. Uh-huh. Is the air fryer and the new wave oven pretty much the same kind of thing? Oh, okay. I have both. Oh, good. The okay. new wave oven, it's sort of different. I've had a new wave for over 20 years. I just want to know if the air fryer is something I should get or I can do the same thing with the new wave. Here's the thing. That's a good question. I have a new wave and I have an air fryer for the life of me. I have tried doing boneless, skinless chicken breast because I won't eat anything with skin on it. And no matter what I do, my chicken breast will not come out correctly in the air fryer. I have flashbacks. I can't do it right. I don't know why. If I do it, cook them the same way in the new wave, which means... I soak it in seasoned buttermilk for a while, and then I, uh, let's see, I dip it in flour, and then I spray it, and I cook it in the new, uh, the new wave, and I forgot how long I do it. It turns out great. If I do it the same way in the air fryer, it doesn't. You can do some things. I don't know. 
I would say the air fryer probably is going to be better for French, you know, doing your French fries, your fried foods, because it has, it's, you're, you're circulating very hot air. So it's going to make things crispy. Where the new wave, I don't think it's, um, if I remember, I don't think it circulates very hot air. So, uh, Jeannie, do you know more about it? I don't know anything about the new way. See, so I don't, I don't have all the answers here. Um, but I've had good luck with chicken in my air fryer oven, and um, I did post a comment this afternoon. I don't know if you saw it or not. But for those of you who do not know, who are really interested in all kinds of um, small kitchen electrics, if you use Facebook, there's a Facebook group. It's called All Tech, A-L-L-T-E-X-T, Small Kitchen Electrics. And if you're not already in our group, you are invited to join. And please participate. We right now have 190 members, and I think maybe 20 participate. <laughs> I mean, the others may look at all the posts, but we don't have many who actually contribute. And I appreciate those of you who are contributing because it's always fun to go up and see what everyone has to say. But um, you're you're welcome to join that group. Um, the air fryer ovens, unlike the air fryers, I think they do a little more. Like an air fryer oven in its own way is a multi-cooker. Mine doesn't have a rotisserie, but it will bake, confection bake, broil, confection broil, air fry, toast, and keep warm. So since I have that, I don't need to have a toaster oven or a toaster as well because I can do all those things in the air fryer oven. And um, because... It is an oven. I think probably the basket is a little bigger, so it'll hold more. Like last night, I fixed um, uh, fish fillets and tater tots, and we had fish sandwiches, and I was able to put everything for my husband and me all on the one tray, the basket. It's also more shallow than the baskets that come with the standalone air fryers, you know, the little basket is, because when you put things in the air fryer basket, Generally, you put them in a single layer. So why right. in the world do you need a basket that's four inches deep, which is what you have with three or four inches deep, which is what you have with most of your standalone air fryers? Um, and basically, um, Doug, when you're looking for an air fryer, I, I think the knobs is what you want as opposed to digital, and so that would be analog instead of digital. Um, my favorite analog air fryer, and you can get a small size or a larger size, has a square basket, and I had one until I got my oven, and then I found a new home for it because I didn't need it anymore, is Insignia, which is by Best Buy if you have that in your area or if you want to go online. And they may be on sale right now. I don't know for sure, but I know Best Buy has been having a lot of sales because of people staying at home and shopping online. So. If you just want a standalone air fryer, I'd highly recommend that one. It works really well, and it's reasonably priced. Um, when it's on sale, I think the little one is like on sale, $30, and the bigger one I got for $60 on sale one time last summer. So I bought it for an, au an auction um, that I was getting a couple things for. So anyway, I hope that helps. Thank is, you very much. Can you with a quick question? Well, the oven you were talking about, is that that Amazon oven? 
the the what oven? Are you talking about the Amazon oven, the one you have that does the convection broil, the bake, the convection no, bake, and all that? Is it? No, no, no. It's a Cuisinart. I think the Amazon microwave, if that's what you're talking about, is pretty tiny. You know, if you just want to warm up a dinner plate or something like that, it works great. But um, no, I don't. That's not what I have. This is the Cuisinart, and the model is T as in Tom O A sixty six zero. And um, that one is the model that's analog or has knobs, and it's wonderful. And that was a, and there are uh, Facebook groups for that too. Do I? Was that a fryer or a new whatever those uh, multi cooker thing? It's it's a it's a, a an air fryer convection toaster oven. So oh, it wow. has it has seven different functions, including air frying. Okay. I guess when I was talking about the Amazon oven, I was the, there's an Amazon oven that actually has a bunch of features like that that works with Alexa that does the air frying and the it's not the little fifty dollar oh, okay. microwave, it's actually a hundred or two hundred and fifty bucks or something, but I don't know what it is. But um uh my question as far as the new wave, if I'm I'm just trying to make sure I have the same product in mind that you guys are talking about. Is the new wave the one with that it's probably fairly wide, maybe a couple feet wide and it has a big dome over it? Is that what you guys are talking about? Yeah. The new wave? Okay. Yes. Does that do convection or air frying, or what does that do? No. It's, uh, it basically is for, well, they say, you know, you can do steaks and different things like that. I, I haven't even used mine in probably more than five years. Um, Literally convection or what? Oh, you don't understand? No, they, they claim they're... Um, like infrared. Oh, that's um, interesting. Yeah, um, I don't. You know, I mean, I I I like mine, and then I got my air fryer and things like that, and I just haven't used it in like five years. But I have things that seem to do what I need to do. Is that Cindy from Chicago? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got things to cook faster. <laughs> there you go. Okay, but thank you for your comments because I, I was just kind of trying to figure out if I thought the same, you know, was having the same thing in my head because a couple of friends of mine have one of those new waves and I've had chicken out of there and it's really good. <laughs> you know, and the thing of it is those Amazon ovens that use Alexa and they're really expensive. Yeah. They they're do. expensive because they have that built into it. And I think in my, and, and this is just my opinion, what if that breaks? Then you have a very expensive oven without the Alexa feature. If, let's say if it goes down, right? If your Wi-Fi yeah, goes bad. down and you don't, you know, you don't have. So I tend to think that, you know, if, if I can get something that's cheaper than that, that'll sure. do the same thing, that's equally as accessible, I'm all for it. I was just trying to keep in mind because there's so many devices. I was just trying to keep it in my head straight. Which one does what? Thank you. Speaking, by the way, I recognize your voice. Oh, um, this is Tina Ectormanis from Colorado over here. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Nice hey, to this, have you. This is Bob. Hey, I, I just joined you guys a little bit ago, so I was late. I had a very interesting day. It started out with, believe it or not, chemo treatment, and then I came home. And this oh. very toaster oven that you've been talking about, the Toa 60 uh, from Cuisinart, uh, I, I brought it in last night, and there was no way I was going to set it up last night. I brought it in the craft. So we set it up, 
and I've had my eye on it for a long time, but I don't have the money for it. I paid one fifty nine for it, and I we used it for some lovely garlic toast to go with some macaroni tonight. That's the only thing I've cooked in it, but I did put it on the air fry to check out the fan, the air fryer to check out, and that thing circulates good hot air. That looks like it could work real good. I'm dying to make some chicken. Me too. And that thing and, yeah, it's and, wonderful. And the, the functions, it's more powerful than any other thing that I've ever had. Uh, oh, that's you know, great. It's, it's quicker. It, and that's, you know, we haven't tried any of the broil or any of that yet. But I expect it's, uh, we're going to be very happy with it. I've never seen a toaster oven built like this. And the, the dials are really cool. I don't know if you guys mentioned that. They've the pointers on them. Right. So that you can touch them. And I've already learned where some of the temperature, no, I learned the timer, where the times are. And I could use another timer anyway and just set that on the most time. And, oh, yeah. But the temperature thing, you can do that with too and learn where the certain temperatures you want to use are. And the, the knob, it clicks nicely, so you just have to memorize it. It's a lot like using the ATM machines in the old days. You just have to memorize <laughs> some things. Yeah. Actually, it's easier than that. It's easier than that. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great, Bob. I'm glad you got that, and uh, I hope you really enjoy it. One little caution: I probably would never yeah. set it above. Don't ever set it above 400. I don't know why it goes above 400. Um, and usually, people what say. What does it go up to? 450. Uh, it may. I don't know. I've but I've never gone beyond 400, and that does plenty. And if you don't know, I may have said this before. So, in other words, things get too hot above 400, or and it cooks too fast, yeah. Oh, so you could burn part of it. So never go above oh, 400. Wow. Interesting. But I never right. go above where the pointer well, is. Well, that's even more powerful than up. I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I never go beyond where the pointer is at 12 o'clock straight up. But um, on my um, temperature knob and the time, it pretty much coincides with the clock. Like, if you turn it to where it's at 2, you know, the little pointer is at where 2 would be on the clock. That's about 10 minutes. But I always, when I'm using the timer, just for good measure, I always set my echo timer. Yeah, three three o'clock is twenty minutes, and six o'clock. Well, is three o'clock would be six, three. Oh well, mine three o'clock is fifteen minutes. But anyway. Oh, I wonder if they're so, a little different. Interesting. How may, how long have you had? Maybe I don't know. How long? Hey, sir, would you mind turning your TV down a little bit? I can't hardly hear the person you're speaking with. But now I hope you enjoy your quiz and our. Oh, thank you. And you're welcome. If you haven't done it already, you're welcome to join our group. All text. No, I just I got, sorry. I got okay. the TV turned down here. Sorry. Okay. Uh, All text, small kitchen electric, and also there are other Facebook groups specifically ded dedicated to the Cuisinart air fryer toaster oven. There are at least two, but with those, oh, wow. and I'm I'm on them, but with those, you will have some people will, who will say, "This is what I cook." And they'll have a picture of whatever they fix, or the recipe will be in an. Oh, I'll let my wife do that. She's big into Facebook. So she, she, okay, well, there you go. Now. So, so um, I don't use Facebook very much. So, how long? Have so, you have had fun yours? with it. How long have you had yours? I well, I got it last summer when Amazon was having their you know shop for nothing day. Well, shop for oh, yeah. little days. But mm -hmm. I didn't get it out of the box until I think it was. Yeah. August or September or maybe October when our old toaster oven broke. I ha well, I had it out of the box, but I hadn't set it up yet. So, but I've been using it for several months and I love it. So, 
we'll be glad to help any way we can. I'm Patricia, and I I had a question about if any of you have ever heard of this. It's called, and I guess Amazon has them. It's an electric grill, and it's um, I guess they call it the smokeless electric grill, where it has a um, some kind of a fan, and it also has something where uh, your uh, food, you know, after you grill on it, your food will taste like you cooked it outside. Yeah. Like that. Um, you heard of anything or know yes. anything about those? I have heard of it. Um, let's see. I don't, I don't know how good they are, but you need to know I have never had an electric grill give me the flavor of outdoor cooking ever i haven't either i have had i have had at least five or six over the years and it just in my opinion this is just me i cannot get that flavor unless i barbecue outside which is why i'm going to get me a barbecue for outside (laughs) (laughs) Um, people like them i just don't know i don't know too much about them but I honestly, I, I mean, they'll tell you, yeah, you know, you're going to get the flavor of cooking outside, but I've just never seen an electric grill do that. Now, I'm not right. knocking electric grills because a lot right. of people, they don't, they're not comfortable using a grill for the outside. You know, I don't mind doing it. I've been doing that for years, but some people are not comfortable with that. And I completely understand that. Uh, they're not for everybody. So... Uh, the electric grill is a good way to go if you want to, you know, grill a steak or uh, a hamburger or hot dogs or whatever. However, hot dogs are wonderful in the air fryer. And so is steak. Yes. Oh. So That's can good. I ask a question? Uh-huh. Yes, ben, Cindy right? from Chicago. Right. It's Lynn, right? <laughs> Yes, it's Lynn. <laughs> yeah. So I want to know, are you total? We both I am total. almost total. And you are almost total. total. And, yeah. and you're a daredevil. You dare to cook outside. You know what? It's really, okay. <laughs> First of all, I'm not saying that every blind person should take this on um, because some people are not comfortable with it. And I understand that. And believe me, I understand that. I learned how to grill when I was a child from my dad and I was blind then and he taught me how to do it. And I'm one of those people who is not comfortable trying to grill outside. I'm a big scaredy cat. No, no. You know what? It's nothing to do with being scared. I don't. It is for me. (laughs) No, no, no. What I'm saying is, okay. I have, I understand that people are not comfortable with it. And believe me, I'm not knocking people for being uncomfortable with it. I hope you guys know that. It's something that I've always done. You know, I learned as a child. So I got you. <laughs> you know, I'm not knocking anybody for not wanting to do it. I I hope right. you guys understand but that. I like I your word. I, I like your word. Not feeling comfortable. You you got a better word for it. Yeah. I don't think anybody took uh, it as uh, if you were trying to knock uh, them. This is Doug, and uh, we've been getting a lot of interruptions. I would like it if uh, we could hear the rest of Lynn's story if uh, she's not done with it, because some of us really are interested in 
other people's experiences with grilling out? Um, well, the only thing I can say about grilling outdoors, because this is for small kitchen appliances, is all I'll say, and then we'll get back on track, is I would say if anybody's trying to do this, I would use propane instead of charcoal because charcoal, you have more flare-ups, and uh, it's, it's messier. So that's, and then we can get back on track. Anybody else have anything? If I could just chime in, this is Cindy. I just wanted to yeah. share that I also have grilled for many years outside, and a lot of the grills, and you can get smaller ones, and uh, they're the actual... Uh, rack that you grill on has smaller slits than than they used to, right? And so you don't necessarily have the problem with dropping food through them, which no. is really helpful. Um, so, and you can also get uh, like pans and things to use to cook on the grill. So, um, yeah, so it is very doable, and I am totally blind. Okay. Excuse me, can I pitch in for a second here? When sure. I when I grill outside, I have a basket that has a long handle on it, and it's covered on both sides. It opens up like a, like a wallflower, and I'll put whatever I'm cooking, hot dogs, you know, uh, hamburgers, steak, whatever. I'll put it on, and then when I want to flip them, I don't go anywhere near the fire. I just pick up the handle and flip the whole basket. You know, and then, do you know what that's called? That's a fish. Basket, I think, right? I'm not too sure, but I happened to see it one time in a cooking store, and I bought it, and it's wonderful because if there's a lot of flare-ups, you can pull the whole basket off by not even going near it and, you know, touch the food to see if, if it's starting to cook or not and then put it back on. Good tip. This is Verlaine. Excellent tip. Uh -huh. Yes. Okay. Um, going to the back to the Instapots. I don't use, I have a little three and a half quart because it was just me. And I don't use it because it seems like a pain in the neck that I have to um, take that little pop-up thing off and the ring out and wash those. Uh, do you really need to do that after every cook, cooking? Yeah. I don't do it every time. I don't do it either. How often do <laughs> so you do it? Well, the answer is no. <laughs> How often do you do it? Uh I don't know. I mean, I, you know, usually when it's, when I'm done cooking, I'll take the lid over to the sink and I'll wash it with soap and water and then I'll make sure everything is dry and I'll put my lid upside down on the unit. I'm good to go. I mean, <laughs> that's what I do. Okay. That's pretty much what I do too. But I'll quit worrying about it. Yeah, quit worrying about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, thanks. Hey, this is Philip. Philip Box. Uh -huh. Hi, uh, Philip. Are you guys using the presets for like what uh, in the Instapot I'm talking about specifically for like oatmeal in the morning when you get up and those kind of things? That's very appealing to have that already done, kind of. And I'm just curious if anybody's doing that. The only presets I use are sometimes if I'm doing a rice dish, I will use the rice setting. If I'm using um, white rice or basmati rice, um, and I will use the yogurt setting, of course, if I'm making yogurt. All the other things, like if I'm making oatmeal, 
I just put in my oatmeal and my liquid and anything else I want to put in there and set the time for high. And I do mine. I've, I've seen lots of different YouTubes and things that I've seen people say everywhere from three to five minutes to 10 minutes, or if they do it for five minutes, then they do a five-minute release. I do it for 10 minutes and then do a quick release, and that's for steel cutouts, which really turn out well, I think, in the instant pot. Um, but no, except for the rice setting and the yogurt setting, and then, of course, saute if I'm going to saute my meat before I add the other things. Um, I don't use all those settings like grains and poultry and stew and soup. I just look at the recipe and if it says high for 10 minutes that's where i set it or you know that kind of thing so i hope that helps awesome thank you very much okay you're welcome it's monica yes hey monica hi may i mention an appliance i have that's not electric you can okay yeah um i have a, an appliance called the swiss pull chop it's oh, I love mine. Me too. It's by a company. Like pull and chop. Yes, yep. it's, it's yep. by a company named K U H N, and then the word is R I K O N as in Nancy. I love oh, that right. thing. Yeah. Yes, I I love it because I, I, mean, I used to chop everything with a knife, and and that you just chop it in seconds, and the longer you pull the string, the smaller the pieces get. I just thought it. Yeah. Awesome appliance. I thought I'd mention it. I it love is. mine. And I do too. And let me just give you all a caution. I put mine, you, you don't put the lid in the dishwasher, of course, but I put my bottom and the little blade thing in the dishwasher. And I'm always really careful when I put the blade thing in because those blades are sharp. Yes. Oh, yes. It, ha it has a hole in it. So I put it over one of the spindles on my top rack. Me too. And, or, you know, one of those little pegs that sticks up. And then I put the um, little bowl thing right over it so there's no way I'll cut myself, so I thought, until last night. Um, after I load my bottom rack of the dishwasher, I push it in, and then I, you know, that little arm that's under the top rack, I always spin it to make sure it spins without getting caught on something. Well, evidently, my little blade got turned somehow, and when I quickly on it with my hand I ended up cutting a big place in my thumb like like Ow. bad yeah it hurt and anyway my husband had to help me take care of it without going into too many details fortunately I didn't have to go to the emergency room and get a stitch but it was really deep I was afraid I might so just be really careful of that blade because it is very very sharp but yeah it's wonderful I love my pull and chop so this is Denise. What is it actually called? It's called a pull Mine chop. Mine is called, pull, yeah, pull chop. Yeah. And the the way I describe it, you put the lid on it and it has this little thing. Kind of reminds me, Denise, I, I don't know, I, you may be, I don't know how old you are, but if you were around in the Chatty Cathy days, you know how you pull yes. the string and it pops. Yes. Well, it kind of reminds me of that because you have to pull it all the way out and you pull it real fast. And But instead of saying, I love you, it chops your onion. <laughs> And you can put it, you can put any kind of vegetable in there. Uh, I mainly put onions and garlic. Uh, yeah, carrots. Oh, I don't know about the carrots. No, maybe not the carrots. Um, but yeah, I, I use it for onions and garlic. How about you? 
I can put peppers and onions, and um, I have what I if I put carrots, I you know I make sure they're small enough. Yes, and um, I've done celery. Yeah, I've done that. And it's by whom? Who's who makes it again? Kuhn Riken. You spell that again for me. I'm sorry. Sure, it's K as in Kathy. Mm-hmm. U as in umbrella. Uh-huh. H as in hammer. Uh-huh. N as in Nancy. Uh-huh. And then a new word. R as uh-huh. in Robert. Uh-huh. I as in indigo. Uh-huh. K as in Kathy. Mm-hmm. O as in Oscar. Mm-hmm. N as in Nancy. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. And they make lots of great products. Yes. And Amazon has it. I got mine on QBC, yeah. but Amazon has it. Yeah, they both have it. I think Amazon has a bigger model than QVC has. Mine is a three cup, and I think the one from QVC is a is a two cup, but I'm not totally sure about that. I think you're right. Yeah. This is Eugene. I have a comment. Uh-huh. Hey, Eugene. Hey, how you doing, Lynn? Uh, when Good. you're talking about the convection in the oven, uh, I understand that when you cook with it, you cut your cook time down a little bit. And you also yeah. cut your temperature down a little bit. Uh, yeah. If it says four four twenty five, you need to cut it to four hundred because it'll cook it faster, uh, and you don't need the temperature as high. Yes, that's that's correct. In fact, on the um, Cuisinart convection toaster oven air fryer thing, they recommend cutting it down fifty degrees from what your regular recipe might say. Yeah, I've got one of the uh, uh, Black and Decker talking. Uh, toaster oven broiler oh, cool. and, uh, they recommended the same thing in that and it, it works yeah. great yeah i like black and decker products as a rule too this is doug i have a comment unless i'm been monopolizing the conversation too You're much fine. you were absolutely not go for it um eugene had mentioned something about turning the temperature down um i live in an a apartment building and have uh, one of those, you know, a lot of the apartments now have those smaller apartment size ovens and they uh-huh. cook a little bit differently. And I pretty much discovered that anything that I cook, uh, whatever the recipe or time says, cook it at 25 degrees lower and it seems to work out well. And I've given that uh, comment to, to other people that, you know, have those smaller ovens. Ah, okay. That's good to know. That is good to know. Yeah, this is for Lynn, and someone mentioned they had a small food processor. I would like to know if they can approximate the size of what is small. Um, I don't have one, but I've seen, I believe I've seen one that's a seven cup, and I thought I saw one somewhere that was smaller than that. I think Cuisinart and maybe Black and Decker, I think some of them make like a two or three cup if you want something quite a bit smaller. Yeah, again, I think you're you right. Go to Amazon. Woohoo! <laughs> there. This is Cindy. Can I say something? Sure. Okay, there's a small one in the Maxier book, and it's okay. small enough to make for maybe one serving of what you're going to make. And isn't it a Black and Decker? I think I have seen that one. I can't remember. I'm not sure. I don't remember the name brand right offhand. Yeah, I, I think it is. for my yeah. clients a lot. Ah, well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Lucky client. I have a question. Uh-huh. 
Cindy. And yeah. does anybody have a talking thermometer that they could recommend? I do, Maxi and I don't know. <laughs> Maxi. Well, no, you can get one cheaper I don't, I, I was just going to say, I don't necessarily want to go to Maxi A's. I buy a lot of my stuff off Amazon, even the stuff that talks. So do I. I'm just curious. I have a talking thermometer that I bought from Amazon that was only $11. It's a meat yeah. thermometer. Are you talking about a meat thermometer, Yes, Cindy? I am. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was only $11. I use it all the time. It works great. But I would have to look it up and send you the link because I don't remember what it was called. But I can go back to my orders and check it out. If you guys want a super heavy-duty one, um, at some point in time, um, Dale Campbell from um, Blind, Blind Mice, Mice Mega Ball was uh-huh. selling some really nice ones that can um, – uh, I don't even remember how much it was. It was 40 bucks maybe or 30 bucks or something. And it's a, um, it can go from sub-zero to, I don't know how many degrees, but some ridiculous range. I was like, holy cow, that'd cover everything. Yeah. I like, the. I think I know what one she's talking about from Amazon. I have it too. And I love it. Yeah. I've used that thing for meat. I've actually tested the liquid that I, well, when I wasn't making the cold start yogurt. Um, but I love that thing. And for $11, yeah. oh, you can't go yeah. wrong. Mm-mm. It has four little buttons that are like two across and two down. Is that the, yeah. 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 We have the same one. And the little probe thing folds into the handle. Oh, no. that's I don't have that one. Oh, okay. Uh, hi, this is Peggy. I think I have the one that folds and uh, uh-huh. the four buttons are kind of like in a uh, diamond uh-huh. shape or something. Yeah, and I think it was called Dr. Something, <laughs> Dr. Tem or something. I don't know. But, yeah, you're right. It was like 11 or 12 bucks at Amazon. Yeah. Oh, I'd be I'll interested to know. I'll look up the link, but not right now because I'm not going to do it while I'm on the you know call. But I'll look it up later and let everybody know. I'll send it to Cindy. I know Cindy's email. Thank you. This is Greg from Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. Hey. Hi, I have a comment about the food processors. I've had a cruising art, which is a pretty good size one. And I found that the smaller you get, the more dangerous they are because your fingers get closer to them. Your, your um, fingers get more close to the blades when you're assembling them, you know, to use them. Or when you take the blades out, take your food out smaller they are, the closer your fingers are to the blades. I, I don't like little small ones. I'd rather have one that's about, about a quart size. Oh, that's a good that's, I never thought of that. That's okay. my comment. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I have one of those big ones. And I, you know what, honestly, I haven't used it in so long. But I have it. I have a big one and use it on occasion. Um, I use it to crumble my Oreos when I make dirt cakes. Does that sound good to anybody? Uh, oh, yeah. And I've used it for grating cheese and, you know, that kind of thing, because I don't like to have to do that by hand. But anyway, so but mine's a big one, too. Mine is an Oster, and it actually came with a food processor blender combination. It has a base, and you can set either the blender or the food processor up there. Also, another product that I have, and as I recall, it was made by Hamilton Beach. For those of you who like electric can openers, it's an electric can opener, but it's one of those that opens the can and doesn't leave any sharp edges, which I really like that. Really? Where do you get yeah. that from? 
Where do you think? Amazon, of course. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I get everything from Amazon. I'm, okay. I should have stock in the company, but anyway. I need to look into that. Yeah. This is Denise. I have to tell you. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. This is Denise. Does yours plug in or does it work on battery? This one plugs in. I've seen the one, and I don't know who it's made by, that um, runs on batteries and just kind of walks around the can. Is that the one you were thinking of? Yeah, and I don't like that one because the battery doesn't stay, doesn't stay, it doesn't have a very long life battery. Let's put it that oh, way. Okay. Not only that, but sometimes it stops on the can and it takes everything in the world to get it off. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. You had that problem, too. Yeah, I wanted to know if anybody had a Vitamix with the dry cup um, pitcher. Because I have I a Vitamix. Get, do you ever use um, a dry pitcher? I have not. I don't have that. I Because uh, I mainly use my Vitamix. I use it for making a salsa mm -hmm. uh, and smoothies and actually soups. And But I haven't. I don't have the dry because I'm not, you know, I'm not. Well, I don't want to make my own flour or things like that. So, uh, but I, yeah. I've heard it works very well. It does, but the thing is, because you don't take the bottom off of the the pitcher, the blender pitcher, um, things get down in there by the blades, kind of caked down in there. And so, I'm just thinking, gosh, I wish there was an easier way to get that all out of there and oh, not have to waste geez. it. Yeah, it cakes down in there. Like if you were to do Oreos or um, make your own peanut butter, it seems like you're wasting a lot mm. of it that just globs onto the blades in the bottom. Wow. Probably because of the heat of the blades. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, can't have everything perfect in life, darn it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> no, we try, don't we? <laughs> yeah. So what do you guys think about the Ninja? I don't hear you guys talk about it. Ninja Blender? Yeah. I got one and I love it. It's great for making it's great for making smoothies. Uh -huh. Throw five ice cubes in there, pulverize them, throw your yogurt in there, you half a banana, a quarter cup of uh orange juice or apple juice, and then put in a cup of berries and hit the blend on it. And then a couple of seconds, pour it in your cup and you're all done. Yeah. I make mine for almond milk do things. I think the blend the ninja is really good. I think uh I've never used the ninja, but I think you know I think a lot of people like them mm -hmm. um, you know I think it's it just depends on what you like you oh, know I, it has a lot of blades it has a lot of different sizes of blades, so you got do have to be very careful mm -hmm. oh yeah sharp sure. yeah. But, but the hardest thing on that is the cleanup. Uh, this is Monica. I left, so I don't know if you talked about this, but I have a Blendtec. And, Ooh! And a what? A Blendtec. What it? It's called a Blendtec. Uh -huh. I don't, don't have the spelling in front of me. But I also have a Vitamix. And I'll tell you that for me... I don't use the Vitamix as much because of the blade situation. When you put your hand in it, the blades are there. Like, you know that they're there and you can get mm. cut. But with the Blendtec, the blades are housed differently, I, I 
I don't know. I don't feel them as much or it's not as sharp. Um, mm -hmm. So if anyone was thinking of that, I, different people those, have done for different. Those Blendtex are nice, but mm, they can be. Yeah, it's. Like the I Vitamix. Use, yeah. They're not cheap. They're not. Um, I, I use, we use the Blendtec more. Um, I don't use the Vitamix at all. Honestly, I could probably. Yeah, those are nice. Those are nice products. What do you make okay. with them? I, I make smoothies. Okay. Um, sometimes I try making soups. I'm not, I'm not that good okay. with it. I mainly use it for smoothies. There's so many. It, what I like about it, too, is it has buttons for different settings. So you can, there's a button for soups and a button for smoothies. So it, it was easy in that sense. It was easy to tell what was what. I mean, I you had to memorize it because you don't think you could put braille on it. But. This is this is. Well, I gotta admit, I like to cook and I like to wash dishes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't what? No. <laughs> I do. Ooh. I love washing dishes. It's a, it's a no, just, let me come to let my me know house. When you want to visit Nancy. Yeah, we need to fly her all all over the country to all of our houses. <laughs> there we go. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a therapy. It's very relaxing for me to wash dishes. Mm. This is great. Hey, does anybody have an ice cream maker? I had one, but I got rid of it. <laughs> okay. It's easier, it's easier to buy the ice cream. Yeah, right. I'm beginning to think that. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it sounded like somebody was trying to... Yeah, I think so. Uh, I was yeah. just going to make a comment. This is Greg again. Um, my blenders that I have now, I have two of them, and they're plastic and of course, you know, the I could take the bottom part of the uh you know, the picture off, you know, and the whole thing falls apart. But the ones right. that I had that didn't do that, I found that instead of fighting with it, you know, or putting it in a dishwasher, I would uh put some soapy water in it and just run it for you know a couple minutes and then running it with hot soapy water and it would actually, you know, clean it. Ah. Yeah. Sounds like You're a right. good tip. That's what I, I forgot about that. Oh, you guys, it is about that time. Can you believe it? I oh, can't wow. believe it. Well, I, I was so nervous about this I've call. I thought, oh, no. So <laughs> yes, so, he was. So I said, we're okay. We're just going to be spontaneous. But anyway, it works. The website again, what is it? Okay. It's not a website. It's a Facebook page, and it's all, A-L-L, tech, uh -huh. T-E-X. Small Kitchen Electric. Okay, thank you. You're very welcome. Hope everyone right. joins us if you haven't already.